0: I'm gonna start off with a question, but I don't want anyone to raise their hand to answer this question. The question is, how many of us are truly happy? Happy here is not just content, but happiness in the fact that wherever you are in life, with whatever's going on, and with whatever you're doing, are you happy? If you want more in life, then you're not happy. You're coasting. But this happiness I want to look at is a thriving happiness where you're okay with everything that you have, with everything that you're doing, and there's nothing else that can match up to that. So are you happy? Within our our daily lives, we're not very happy. We're not content with what we're doing. In some way, shape, or form, we're always seeking more. Today's gospel reading, we hear about Zacchaeus. He's the chief tax collector in Jericho. Jericho is a very packed area that is like the city center of all these different people coming together to sell and to trade and it's the stop before you enter Jerusalem. And so that's the place where everyone comes to prepare and exchange your money so that they can prepare for their trip to Jerusalem. So for someone to be the chief tax collector means I have a lot of power and I have a lot of money. But yet we see Zacchaeus still not content we see Zacchaeus not thriving. Because if we look at Zacchaeus, right, or if we put Zacchaeus into our context in day and age, wouldn't money and power bring me contentment? Wouldn't power and money allow me to thrive and flourish? Wouldn't money and power fulfill my every single desire in life so that I wouldn't need anything else? But for Zacchaeus, it wasn't. He was looking and seeking for something. All of us within our hearts are seeking and yearning for something. What are we really yearning for and looking for is the question. And today we hear Zacchaeus finds what he's truly looking for. He finds it in his encounter with Jesus Christ. Because we look, if we look at and understand our theology, God didn't just create us for no apparent reason. Creating us has no benefit for God. Our creation is not, does not add anything to how powerful God is, how omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient he is. But yet, what creating us does is allows us to participate in the glory of God. So what is the glory of God? I think one of my favorite quotes from Irenaeus is this. The glory of God is man fully alive. The glory of God is man fully alive But Irenaeus puts a but at the end of that statement. But the life of man is the vision of God. The glory of God is man fully alive, but the life of man is the vision of God. So what we're seeking and yearning for at the end of the day is an authentic relationship and intimacy with God. Because that's what we were created for. That's what we're meant to be, meant to have in our daily life. But we see it very much in Zacchaeus's life too. We're oriented more towards power, more towards money. It doesn't matter to us. But what are we truly seeking for? What are we seeking deep down? We want to be fully alive. Augustine writes in his book, The Confession, my heart is restless until it rests in thee. We're still going to be rest, unrest. We're not going to be able to rest easy until we rest in God. Because we were created for love, to be loved and out of love and meant to be in relationship with God. So that yearning we have within our hearts, within our lives is what we're looking for, is our relationship with God but then you look at me and say, Father, that's ridiculous. Look at your own life. Look at the sins, the mortal sins that you commit every time you bring to the sacrament of confession. What is that? Those sins are sins that we're looking for and yearning for and wanting and can be summed up in three things, power, pleasure, and prestige. If we keep seeking that, We think that it's going to bring us fulfillment, it's going to bring us joy, and we're going to be fully alive. But if we really look at it, and when we come to confession, we come and bring those sins to confession because they fall short of truly allowing us to be alive. We don't feel happy after those sins. They may bring us temporary happiness for a day, two days, an hour, 30 seconds, But it doesn't bring us true joy. It doesn't bring us true happiness. So my brothers and sisters, what is stopping us from being alive? What is stopping us from truly thriving in happiness? We see it very clearly in Zacchaeus and in the story. We have roadblocks. We have things that stop us, that we put in ourselves that hinder us from encountering God. If we look at Zacchaeus in his story, he wants to encounter God. He hears of this man named Jesus coming into Jericho who has done such great wonders in the world, and he wants to meet him. But what do we hear very clearly in the gospel of St. Luke? He's very short in stature, and there's a large crowd. I don't know about you, but short in stature and large crowds, I'm gone. I'm done, right? Because there's no way of me fighting all the way to the front of the the crowd. There's no way for me to get anywhere to see anything in a large crowd if I'm short in stature. Those are the hindrance and roadblocks that we put within our lives, within our relationship with God. And say, okay, I can't do this. I'm going to step away from this. Those roadblocks can be things of my concerns, my selfishness, my egos. Others could be sin, could be my anxiety, my fear that I am not worthy of doing it, my incompetence in certain areas, my brokenness, my imperfection. So God should keep his distance from me. I'm unworthy of all of that. But that seeking and finding, we hear in Zacchaeus, doesn't stop him from finding God. So what is stopping us from finding God in our own lives? What are the hurdles, the roadblocks, the challenges that we set up for ourselves to keep God at distance, to keep God at bay? Because don't get me wrong, we all are seeking something. But until we break down those barriers, until we admit that for ourselves, And we hear in our gospel reading today, again from Zacchaeus, until we are willing to allow God to enter into the messiness, the imperfections of our lives, do we finally allow for an authentic encounter? Do we finally can rest in peace? It's only until then when we can fully be alive. It's only then when our happiness can truly thrive. So what are we to do? We have to begin first and foremost to identify what hurdles and obstacles are in our way. What is hindering us from entering an encounter with our Lord? We come up with so many great excuses, my dear brothers and sisters. I've talked to so many people, even within my own life, I've made so many great excuses thinking that God will stop himself from entering into my life. But what I can tell you is your Zacchaeus moment every day of your life will begin to transform and change you. Just some quick examples and then I'm going to share a story. I really hated going on mission trips. Because you're going into a third world country not knowing what to do, not knowing the language, not knowing the culture and especially being uncomfortable, not knowing the food, how it's gonna affect you, bathroom situation, shower, water, the basic necessities of what we live and are comfortable with. But when I challenged myself and allowed God to work and transform and have that encounter with him, that mission trip I went to changed my life and how I define the word love and how love can speak beyond languages and words. Because this young boy who was seven taught me what it truly means to love. The people of Guatemala showed me what it means to be a shepherd to his people. And even here within our community, we see our hearing impaired community here. A couple months ago, I was sitting at the diocesan office Learning about this community. Learning about their struggles, their challenges, the inner fighting, the debates within the community and their own struggles of life. And I was like, okay, what does that have to do with me? How is that going to impact and transform and change my world? How is that going to do anything for what I do for them? I put those obstacles up. I can't communicate with that community. I have to speak through an interpreter to be able to share my life, my story with the community. And so that hurdle is what I put up. And in the middle of that presentation, I asked the presenter, What can we do? How can we show that we care and love for them? And this was a meeting among priests under the being ordained after five years. And she said, I'm gonna teach you one simple phrase. And I want you to use it the next time you come and encounter them. And the phrase she taught me was the body of Christ. Very simple, body, Christ. But yet in that moment, the first time I've ever tried it, to see their face light up with joy, with excitement, didn't just transform my heart, my life. Because it wasn't just, oh, I encountered Jesus. Oh, I read Jesus, I saw him, right? But no, that was the moment in which I saw Jesus face to face and the joy, the excitement, the communication that was there. And in that moment, my life has transformed and changed forever. Because nothing stops God from working. We are the ones that stop God from working. But if we allow him to work in and through us, if we get rid of all these obstacles in our lives, we too can be like Zacchaeus. We too can every day have that Zacchaeus moment. And we too can be transformed and changed forever. We too can be happy and thrive every day and every moment of our life. But the question becomes, Who wants to thrive in happiness? Until you can answer that question for yourself, until you can answer what's blocking and stopping you from that hurdle, from living out the life of happiness and faith, will you truly be able to thrive? Will you truly be able to live in happiness? And will you truly have your Zacchaeus moment and be transformed forever? Amen.